welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey hello everyone welcome to another episode of uh, desi return uh for today's guest uh, we have jashwant who has lived in us for 24 years before moving back to india and i'm really excited to understand his story gets insights what motivated him to move and uh, how has his uh, life been since he moved back to india with that welcome jashwant to the show hey avinash thanks for having me uh, on your show this is a great uh, um uh, Uh, videos that you're doing uh, that that is actually motivating a lot of folks right uh, sharing experiences uh, i'm happy you chose me <laughs> so uh, hopefully i can share a few insights of what i have um, that that drove me here so that's to give great. you a little background oh that's uh, so, great yeah so maybe you can start with a bit of your background and what are the trigger points that uh, made you to decide to move back to india absolutely absolutely so uh, we're a family of four uh me my wife and my two kids and uh, uh my journey to us started about 24 years ago after undergraduate finishing in gulbarga went to us to do my masters uh post masters i was going to come back but then i decided i'll stay for a little longer a little longer and became 24 years after that that being said um my parents at that point of time were living in uh, africa i did grow up uh, as a kid in africa too so um we have we had uh, i mean personally i felt uh, most of the family was outside the us with all my cousins and everybody so that is definitely another driving factor for me to go to the us um and i worked and i didn't work in too many firms i looked for a very stable environment generally i started off in a small startup um in the us uh, which eventually went bust after 10 years but we went through a lot of different um funding rounds with different companies and then i joined comcast um and then eventually i came down to india and comcast has been a great environment for me when when i started working uh, i had the amazing team um and then uh, i shared with them my circumstances why i want to go to india there were a lot of family reasons that were driving it and they're okay with it and i'm currently no longer with comcast i decided to throw in my hat uh for now uh and then even explore local opportunities over here in hyderabad now so that's great um so i think you kind of touched about few things so are your parents still in africa or in india uh so no so uh, so at post post africa my parents actually uh came down to the us and then my dad retired in botswana <clears throat> and eventually decided retirement was not for him uh picked up another uh, gig with baltimore airports uh and he's there, he was there their electrical engineer um, pretty much driving all their power utilization for the airport airport he did that for 10 years retired uh, he he they live with us in the us and um, with my sister and now my dad's living with um, with with us in india and my mom passed away in the us um so got it yeah he's and if you look at my dad and myself together my dad looks much younger than me much fit and he's a free bird he just came back from uh, doing the chardam trip uh, two weeks ago Wow, nice. So that tells you a lot about uh, what uh, what he is in terms of his agility and his age. So, that's great. 
cool so sounds like i think it's uh, you know the family and also like you know the passion to try different things uh, uh when move to india so what's the actual trigger point i know you had this thought always in your mind you know even in the after doing the masters and time fly flew by and then it's 24 years but is there some trigger point that made the decision yeah this is the time that we have to move back yes i think so right before covid i think we were seriously uh, like if I- evaluating coming back to india but then when covid hit i think uh, things collapsed for us we just locked ourselves in in a room for two years and lost track of time but at the same time kids were growing up right so i have uh, i have a teenager um, um 14 and uh, 10 so two kids boys um getting into middle school uh, post covid so it is like okay if i don't go now once i get into middle school completely and get to high school it's going to be very difficult for me to make the journey back right and it's unfair for the kids too because once you've given them so much out there so we kind of agreed as a family that we'll give it a try for a couple of years in india uh, and see how it goes and then make that final decision uh, of permanently being back in india and there's another driving factor so uh, my my wife's family uh, mom and dad lived back in india and they have two kids my wife and her sister uh and the mother my mother in law has a uh, uh, knee challenges and she wanted to get her surgery done so it's not just one knee it's both the knees at the same time so we wanted to make sure we are here for her give her support rehabilitate help rehabilitate her uh, and get her going um so my wife was there for her mom so that was one of the driving reasons and then my in terms of my dad he was flexible he's like wherever you are let me know i can always travel as long as i travel and then i'll settle down with you so he stayed back in the us for another 6 months to make sure he gave us room uh, to be able to settle down in hyderabad once he saw that we were settled down he moved back uh, from the us joined us uh, and now every 6 months or so he'll make a visit back to see my sister uh, we're we're all well, well connected so uh, that's pretty helpful so sounds uh, great so sounds like i think it's the age of the kids uh, and uh, you know and the need for some uh, help with the family members back in india i think made yes. the decision to move back so and also i think you mentioned that you moved as an internal transfer with the comcast um, uh, is that right it's not a transfer so i got an exception uh, working with them saying because of my family reasons for some time right but eventually the com- com- company does not allow international work for too long right so uh, when when that point of time came in where they wouldn't allow that anymore unless i transfer back to uh, their local um, office in chennai which i was not keen on doing because that's in chennai in hyderabad it, it would uh, and i have a lot of things that i want to be doing in hyderabad uh, to help the family restructure their finances and all that stuff so based on that uh, we decided it made sense for me to uh, call it quits but i think if i were to go back i'll definitely look explore comcast as my first choice because i have i've had a fabulous team uh, and we all as a team we we great great management as well as my team that that reported to me also was uh, we've been like a family together for 10 plus years so okay that's an cool. amazing yeah so uh, i think now that when you made a decision since because you have lived in us for almost 24 years and it's a big move uh, maybe is there anything that you want to uh, explain or provide some insights in terms of the actual physical move some of the logistics um, anything that you want to highlight and also anything that you can suggest for the future aspirants maybe from your uh, move like you know are there something that you can suggest to them absolutely i mean i think uh, so 
the first things first, I would encourage everybody who's thinking about coming to India to join one of the return to India groups or written abroad groups. There are a lot of discussion boats out there, like join, find a community online, right? With similar mind folks. That's super helpful, right? Uh, second thing is um, have a hard look at your finances, right? That's a key thing. Uh, I think when we originally took a spreadsheet two years ago and said, okay, what does it cost to live in Hyderabad? Uh, I think yeah, inflation in Hyderabad, people say it's about 8% or 9%, but I think realistically, when you put these maths, it's about 25% sometimes. So, uh, but I, I mean, I think it, it all depends on what your expectations in life are, right? So, so I was at a point living quite luxuriously in the US. So um, one of my goal was not to overly compromise, but still find a middle ground somewhere, right? So I that, that's one of the reasons I think it delayed us such a long time, 20 plus years, trying to build those finances to be able to come and live over here, right? And the second thing is uh, try to move. Like I think, again, I said, join the communities first, move into a like-minded, uh, I think moving into a like-minded neighborhood is super helpful, right? Um, so for us, uh, we we looked we first looked at uh, an apartment complex in um, in the downtown area because we liked it, um, but then we said okay. But then we gave the choice to school kids to school and said where do you want to go to school? So we explored all the international schools. Did a drive for a week in Hyderabad, like six months before we actually made the move, right? So we came down, visited all the schools. Um, kids didn't really like all the schools. There's one school that sort of fell at the borderline. Uh, and only one kid liked it. And we kind of said, okay, no, both kids have to go to the same school. So, so eventually we narrowed it out as Indus. Uh, and because Indus is in off the city limits in Mokila, right? And my father-in-law, uh, my in-laws live in Virginia Colony, which is like in a traffic nightmare hub just past Maidipadnam. So we wanted to find a middle ground somewhere that's equidistant from the school to as well as where it is. So we picked Gandipet as an area and started looking for an area a um, uh, place to live. And then uh, eventually we did some research, found a neighborhood which had about 20 to 30% of expats like us, because that's helpful because I think when kids come in completely into a new neighborhood with no expats, they'll struggle. I mean, I, they even they struggle even now with 20%, 30% expats, but I think just in their perspective, having uh, a very like-minded community will be helpful. It also helps with when you go walk around the community, right? You meet people similarly who's just come back from the US or going to US or have some connections with the US, you still feel bonded. Same thing with, goes with my wife too. So I think even for her, just finding around, walking around, finding people, um, it's a little easier, right? Completely, because we do have a house in Sikindabad um, where I grew up as a kid, right? And the original plan was to go there. But going there, that was a classic old neighborhood, which is not a which is a very uh, old community. So going there, I think kids would have definitely struggled because they would have not find too many people who are, who have returned from the US, right? Most of them have sent their kids to the US, but their kids have returned and living somewhere else. So that's why we wanted to live in a gated community. And I think that's one of the first things you should explore as, uh, even though it's temporary, the transition during your transition time until you feel super comfortable, stay in a gated community and then try to have relatives close by so you can always lean on them. Um, yeah, makes sense. So when did you actually move and then when was the decision made? So we made a decision, um, uh, let's say to, in 2022 between COVID 
right? Um, and I think I, I think come January 20, 2022, we said we're, we're packing up and going. And we gave ourselves six months, like, actually, no. I mean, I think 2021 is, is a core decision point, I would say. We sort of been talking for a while. We've had, we had mixed feelings, high emotions in the house, running back and forth. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. Uh, but once you made that decision, we sort of decided, okay, we need to start, uh, start cutting back a few things. So we, we put our primary residence on, uh, uh, on sale, uh, got it slightly and quickly got it renovated. And then once that was done, we decided just called in the movers and locked in the movers saying, this is the date we want to go. So, so far I've only been in the, in India for about 14 months. 15 months roughly so i was i we came back last june july time frame and that was a final move for us so okay um, great and i think you kind of touched about this with the school um so just wondering like how the kids has been coping up with the school adjusting um you know especially when you mentioned that in the teenagers getting into the middle school and so on so just curious uh, if there's anything that you can share on that aspect I mean, it's difficult. You can't meet every expectation, right? I think um, um, kids, so, I mean, I think I've been fortunate that my younger one uh, joined the class with an amazing class teacher. So his his first year of journey was much better. So he, and he's now in the fifth grade. Uh, but, but the elder one, um, also the school, what they did was they put all the expat kids into a single classroom. Hmm. Um, so it was fine. It was a fun ride um, for them as a kids. But I think now with the second year where things are a little more mixed, um, kids are, <clears throat> I mean, it, it's, I mean, they always compare saying it's, it's better in the U.S. in terms of education. But so that's something that you cannot fully um, uh, meet their requirements. So, but we have tried to give them enough comforts in all the way, like even though um, we may not have it, we've ensured that they're, they're a little busier with activities in terms of aftercare, sports and playing outside. Uh, and we've definitely de-emphasized a little bit on education. We said, okay, we're not aiming for like a top 1%, 2% or 3%. We want to make sure that you're self-competent and then you're able to go forward. So we're trying to give them a more holistic approach on education. So it's, it's, it's a journey. Um, I would say compared to my first day to now, I've achieved 25% of success rate. There's still 70% to be done. Uh, and I think that's going to be a tough gap to fill. Got it. Um, so maybe in terms of, I know you mentioned it, it's been about 14 to 15 months. So how has the life or social life for you, uh, for your wife? Uh, so anything that you can share, like, you know, your expectations before the move and the reality um, that, you know, the things that you like and things that maybe, you know, for people to consider before the move. So that could help them in the planning purpose. So, I mean, it all depends, right? So I've, I've definitely stayed quite disconnected from Hyderabad. <clears throat> Uh, like we came in um, every other year to India, right? So uh, my footprint in terms of, because all my first cousins live in the US. Uh, so in terms of that sense, um, we, we're slowly trying to find friends. I mean, I, I do have a, a couple, a few good friends back from college that are still in Hyderabad. And one of them moved back just like me a few years ahead of me. So he was an inspiring, um, that was an inspiration for us too. So um, and then I think just finding friends in the neighborhood, I found a few friends in the neighborhood, uh, same with my wife. Um, I think just because most of, most of the college friends by now have all moved out to different countries. 
right? Everyone's gone somewhere. So um, it's it's it, I think that the social life is 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 not hundred percent what we think it would be. There are gaps, but again, then I, I think we're trying to find friends within the R two I groups now, right? Who like minded people. So there's I mean, there, if you look around, there's opportunities. The goal is you should be looking around, right? And second thing is time. Um, with Hyderabad traffic, where people are scattered all over, all over Hyderabad, you would assume that you would meet them once a week. I think it's just once every three months that you would actually meet people. So uh, that's one thing. And you get bogged down into a lot of uh, micromanagement of uh, labor in Hyderabad that just takes away half your day. Um, be it the maids, be it the drivers, be it uh, uh, your delivery guy, be it the Swiggy guy, Amazon guy, like all of these uh, the, the bar level of expectation in the US versus the bar level of expectation, it's a lot of convenient. You do a lot of ordering and stuff, but um, you have to manage that process. It's not like a smooth process. That takes up a lot of your time. Uh, so I think that's something uh, expectations need to be reset, right? I think um, people's value for time is very limited. Um, people like just like uh, I, 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 I've, I think I'm part of the problem too because sometimes I blow off things. But I think uh, in general, I've seen that people don't understand the sense of urgency over here in Hyderabad. Um, you tell them I need it by tomorrow, and you think it'll be done. And you go to tomorrow, he's like, "Oh no, I, it's not done yet." So you have to get used to that, right? You you should start buffering some time around that. If you're not able to, you get if you if you can't manage that process or you're not able to get uh, getting used to that sort of culture then it's going to be very frustrating and i think you'll explore packing your bags pretty quickly um, and that's that's one thing i think needs to change overall but overall i think we have a lot of facilities in hyderabad that are coming up and i think um it's a very it's a very growing city so um there's a lot of opportunities to be made uh, both socially as well as investment wise or in terms of uh, what you can do to improve the process too. So um, we just need to find a lot more people who are who are in the same boat and kind of do something different about it. So cool. And I think you kind of touched about a few things, um, you know, which which is not like the nice, right? I mean, you know, which are the things that you have to work through. These are the things that uh, uh, you know part of uh, the reality. Um, is there anything that you enjoyed or like anything that went really well than your expectations? Uh, you know, before the move, you know, you had certain expectations. Yes, I think um, so. Um, I mean, I think uh, just living. So I had some. I had. I had a very a lot of apprehensions about living in a gated community, right? So um, I think living the the housing situation, right? My neighbors, my community friends, like I think once you pick the right community, I think things will fall in place quickly, and uh, I think that takes up half your burden. So I'm very happy that where I live, uh, in the community where I live, amazing people, right? And every every, every person is in, brings their, uh, shares their own experience with you. So you do a lot of learning. Uh, so in the last uh, 18, uh, 12 months plus, I've already learned a lot of things, right? And people are very helpful. You just need to ask, like be upfront saying, hey, I'm stuck over here, I need help. People will come and help you, right? That's one, uh, that's one thing is great about um, Hyderabad. Right? Even though I complain about slow processes, but if you seek out for assistance, a lot of people will reach out to you. Saying, how can I help you? Got it. That's one thing. And then in terms of uh, like the service, I complain about service levels. You have to manage service levels and stuff. But there's a lot of convenience in food delivery, man. That's amazing. You, um, the environment is great. I mean, I think this is like 
um, we are we are very apprehensive about school environment, right? The school, I think the teachers in the international school, they have slowly leveled up. I mean, then like they're getting trained, they're getting a lot of uh, training. I mean, there's a lot of new talent being recruited by the schools I've seen in the past 12 months. Um, so there's a there's a shift in, in, in the city to make things better, right? I think that's what I feel that's made me very comfortable. Even though it's, it's not really tangible, like saying, okay, this one thing made you better. But I think the holistic effort of a lot of people doing things to make things better, uh, I feel is is making my life easy. Yeah, got it. Um, I think switching gears a little bit, I think you kind of touched about this a little bit. Uh, maybe, you know, making sure that you have, uh, you know, looked into your financials and making sure everything is good before the move, right? I don't know from your perspective, if there's anything that you want to touch base on that or uh, give some insights for people who are considering to the move, uh, like how how they should approach it, for example. So anything that you can share, uh, that would be great. Sure. Uh, again, going back to your other questions around the finances, right? Um keep money for two years, right? Understand your expenses, what you need for 24 months, right? If you if you have done investments in Hyderabad, understand how liquid they are if you need cash. If you have not done any investments, try to have, um, you don't really need to buy a house. Uh, that's, that's up to everybody's choice. But have enough finances that you will you'll cover all your basic facilities, uh, your travel, your uh, pleasure trips, your housing needs, your car needs, server needs, maid needs, and add like, think about all the extremes that you will go to, to do in US, account for two years worth of money on that. Yeah. So, um, and then make that decision, right? If you don't have two minutes worth, because um, things are expensive. I mean, you could you could get hit pretty hard. I know if you go to a smaller town, right? And, my, my, and I'm very focused in Hyderabad. So cost of living is high in Hyderabad. Again, it depends on where you live in Hyderabad, right? You could live in the older part of the city where the rents are like 10, 15,000, or you can live in the western part of the city where the rents start from around 75,000 up north, right? Again, it's, it's up to you what you want to spend, but whatever you want to spend, do your research saying, what does it cost? Where do I want to live? And then compute the finances and say, okay, do I have enough for 24 months, right? Even though you may think you're doing a lateral transfer and you're going to come down and work, Right? situations can jump. If the recession hits, the first thing that happens is all the people who have transferred might get chopped, right? Depends on organization to organization. So you have to be ready for at least some time to give you some stability, right? And cost of education in India is expensive. Um, again, if you again, it's only expensive for the expats who are trying to move back because they want to give similar education lifestyle. So international school prices every year are going up by 10%. So if you've done your finances two years ago, redo them now, understand where the current pricing is. Um, so having that amount is good. Um, and if completely you've done investments. Hmm. Yeah, completely echo that. I think uh, India is one place where you can see such a wide range of lifestyles that you can live, right? I mean, I think, as you said, even in a big metro, like in Hyderabad, um, you can find a place where it's like 10,000 versus like one or two lakhs per month. And the same mm -hmm. food, you know, where you can get on one end, Models on the other end of the spectrum also. So depending on the lifestyle that you want to choose, uh, make sure about your cost of living and uh, ensure that your finances are sorted out before the move. And keep in mind the cost of living inflation is much, much higher and different. You know, please uh, yes. check and look into that. Uh, you know, things are not same as it was two years back. So definitely do a reality check on that, uh, especially, you know, before the move. Uh, so 
Jashwant, is there anything that we haven't touched uh, that you wanted to convey to the audience who are aspiring to move to India? So let's, I mean, I think the two, th first thing is you need to answer the why question. Why do I want to move to India, right? If you're on the fence, right, it's nice to move to India because I have uh, family. That is great. But you need to have a clear reason saying, because sometimes once you I have, I have a lot of friends who have moved and moved back to the US, right? Uh, they've had similar reasons like me, but then you should have the clear why defined saying, if I'm going to India, right? Uh, do I understand what the impact is, right? Maybe you're about to get promoted in the current job in the US, right? Um, and if you go back to India, you're gonna lose that. Are you okay to lose that, right? You should never regret saying, I came back to India and I lost my opportunities, right? So I think the why component, whatever, whether it's financial reasons or whether it's personal medical reasons or whether it's family reasons, the why part needs to be clearly defined, right? And the second thing is you should be able to adapt, right? And uh, coming to India for six weeks during vacation time is much different than coming to India and living for 12 months. Like in six, usually what happens is uh, when you come down for six weeks, everybody around you will take time for you. They'll come and visit you. They'll take you out for dinners. So life is very cruising every six weeks. So even though I came, I, I've come in for so many years, right? Now, once you tell people that you're here for 12 months or more, right? They're like, okay, I'll meet you next year whenever I have time and you have time, right? So things like that, you have to get used to it, right? People, people time accommodation for you is diluted drastically. As soon as they know you're not, you're here for a long period of time. That's one thing. Um, and then in terms of um, um, medical facilities, you need to you need to kind of under, set your expectations clearly, right? Because the culture is much different. Your medical insurances, even though you have insurances in Hyderabad, uh, the volume of patients that you find in a clinic um, is 20x. So like in the US, if you go to a hospital, you might be in and out in a couple of hours, right? If it's a busy hospital. If you go to your doctors, you'll be out in 30 minutes. Whereas over here, you will go in and you never know when you come out, right? It could be like six hours, eight hours, or 30 minutes, right? So that's something you have to account for. And second thing is you would not find the answers that you're looking for in your first try. So uh, there is no holistic medicine. There's no general practitioner who will work with you and say, okay, let's do a physical. Let me review it. Over here, even though you get a physical in a big hospital like AIG, they'll send you to 20 different doctors. And every doctor will deal with a specific problem like cardiac and liver, like again, so you'll have to manage that whole process. So you should, I mean, so that's one challenge, but I think it's getting better though. I think the insurance policy defines a lot of uh, you know, frequent health checks now. So I think a lot of hospitals are recrafting their uh, processes and packages more friendlier towards uh, people, but it'll take time. But I think, so you need to kind of factor that in uh, because uh, I think we struggle to find a doctors. I think even today you ask me, can you give, refer give me a referral? I'll struggle to give you any referral because I'm still looking for that nice doctor that I can reach out on the phone and say, hey, I got a problem. Can you help me? So, yeah, it just takes time to settle. And especially when you lived in a different country for 24 years and then you are starting almost fresh, right? I mean, I think it just takes time to create your own, uh, you know, your accountant cpas your doctors you know all these aspects it just takes time to settle in yeah cool jashwant uh, so thank you very much for taking the time and uh, sharing your insights uh, especially your journey uh, 
and uh, you know how the things have been here since you moved and uh, how the kids has been adjusting so really appreciate you taking the time and talking to us today uh thanks Avin avinash i think you you're doing a great fabulous by recording these videos and sharing them online um to your subscribers um i think one shout out is to the whole family right i think the journey is not a single person the journey is a family so i think if my family didn't support us right um i think it's a collective decision but everybody is a stakeholder in that decision i think um i know kids kids have a say in it too but uh, i think uh, got to give more credit to the wife to be able to adapt because it's difficult for them uh, perspective too so um, i i would give a shout out to my whole family for moving along to india with us so yeah completely agree it's not it, it's a mutual decision and uh, everybody has to be on the same page yeah great thank you very much and have a great day you too take care